You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. Hey, Becoming Me. I'm so excited to introduce you to my warrior friend, Jen. Jen, welcome to Becoming Me. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Em. I'm so excited to have you here. And y'all, I shared with Jen before we pushed record, but we have a mutual friend in Wendy, who is no stranger to becomingme.tv. And Wendy introduced us. And the second that Wendy did an email introduction, I started deep diving on Jen's Instagram and I couldn't (laughs) stop. You're so inspiring and encouraging. And I just, I love you, warrior friend. I'm excited to have you here. Thank you. Back at ya. Yes. (laughs) So obviously now people are like, okay, Emily is excited, but who is Jen? And so let's dive in first with, if someone was not familiar with who you are, just take a moment and introduce who is Jen. Yeah, yeah. So my name is Jen Carlson, and I am a uh, single foster mom. I do um, refugee foster care for unaccompanied refugee minors. And um, I'm also a writer. I just wrote my first book, Do These Sweatpants Make Me Look Single, and uh, released that in January. Um, I'm also a licensed esthetician. And so I do uh, trainings and sales for a skincare brand here in Denver, Colorado. Wow, that's amazing. And now I'm so excited to dive into your story. So yeah. let's just take some time and unpack your story. Like what has made you who you are today? What's the journey? Walk us through it. Yeah, yeah. So um, so I moved to Denver, Colorado when I was just a few months shy of my 30th birthday. I'm 42 now. And And when I, um, yeah, when I moved to Colorado, I, um, was single, I was, you know, kind of looking to change things up where I grew up in Minnesota. A lot of my friends had gone more of the traditional route and got married in their early twenties. They started their families by their mid twenties. They, uh, you know, were purchasing their homes. And so I was kind of leaving. That's kind of where I was coming off of. It's like my decade of my twenties where, I was still trying to figure out what is my place in this world? Like, what does it look like to be a Christian woman who is, um, yeah, just how do I define success as a Christian woman? When really growing up, I saw success as being um, married young, a mother, all of those things. Um, And so I just continue kind of developing my career and exploring those questions, I would say, through my 30s. And, uh, and I've learned a lot on that journey. And, and so that book, do these sweatpants make me look single really dives into, 
Um, yeah, some of those exploring that topic of finding my identity, kind of who I'm becoming as a single woman, and then um, and then kind of beyond that dating journey, which is more of what the book is about. Um, I uh, after that decided to explore foster care and find myself as you know a single mom now of um, two refugee girls, one from Africa, one from um, China and then one has a little baby. So technically I'm a grandma, but I don't like that word. So I'm called Gigi, but, um, yeah. Wow. So I would love to ask a couple of follow-up questions on your story because I'm already so encouraged by your journey. And I love how it even started with this question, like what is success as a woman look like? And so we all can grow up with this perception based on circumstances around us, what we see, and that's what we learn to believe or see success is. And often our journeys don't always unpack how maybe we hoped, dreamed, planned, or what we see others' journeys unpacking as. Mm -hmm. So as you were on this quest to define what is success for Jen, have you found that answer or that new picture? You know, I think that's such a great question. And I really do think that is always evolving for me. I really do like to explore that question because I think every decade kind of brings new questions to the surface. So the 20s, you know, you're just exploring like, what am I supposed to be in my life? Like, who am I as an adult, um, as, you know, becoming an adult? And, um, and you know, there's so much comparison happening. And, um, you know, am I on track? Am I, yeah. am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Um, and then, you know, I think that I found so much freedom in my 30s, as I kept exploring those questions. And, Um, and, you know, yeah, I think that continues to evolve today, but, um, yeah, I think every chapter, that's what I love about our stories is, Mm -hmm. is it truly is like chapter by chapter. And so there is like this becoming journey and a story arc. I think all of us live out, um, in our lives. And, uh, so I think I still ask those questions, but I have found a lot of answers too. Um, I love that. Yeah. And that's what I even love about the word becoming because it's always evolving. It's an action and it's not a, we don't say we become because I don't believe as a Christ follower on this side of eternity, I I ever arrive. I'm always growing and becoming. And so I love how you've really even taken each chapter of your story and it sparks you to ask more questions. Right. Amazing. If somebody was like inspired by hearing what you're saying right now, and they're like, okay, like I don't want to just assume everybody else's version of success is what success looks like for me. Right. Are there any questions that they could begin to ask themselves to start on their own quest for answering that question? Yeah. Yeah. I think one of, you know, before my sister and I, so in the book, I kind of outline a comical dating challenge that my sister and I create and we compete against each other in health and faith and money and love and all these things um, during the six month competition. And it's funny and, you know, like deep and sad and we're broken and we're, you know, kind of discovering new things about ourselves and growing in confidence. And then I think one of the main questions we ask ourselves um, is what does the best version of me look like? And so 
whether I get married or not, whether I'll, I achieve, you know, a dream of motherhood or not, whether I achieve um, all of those checked boxes, we kind of start to ask ourselves, like, who is my best self? And the answer went a lot deeper than finding a spouse or having, you know, that traditional success in life. And we started to find like, you know, my best self is really financially free. She's playful. She's wise. She's growing in a relationship with God. She's, there were so many things that were more about, like you talk about the becoming and the evolution, um, than really checking off, like kind of, which we do check off some physical goals as well, kind of worldly successful goals, but, um, but yeah, there's also a lot along the way that we, Mm -hmm. so yeah, who is my best self? What does that woman look like? If I could, if I could create a vision for myself a year from now, who would that person, Mm -hmm. how would she spend her time? How would she, uh, who would she spend her time with? And we started to kind of break apart that question. Mm, I love it. That's so cool. And if somebody wanted to learn more about your book, um, how and where could they go to learn about this book? Because I can yeah. read it. Yeah, yeah. So my book is on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. It's you could ask any, uh, you know, bookstore to, or if you like a local bookstore, um, you could ask a local bookstore to order it as well. Um, That's so good. Yeah. Y'all, we'll have the link in the show notes as well. So you can easily click the links and connect with Jen and get her book, all the things. But um, I have another question for you. Are you a coffee drinker? I am a coffee drinker. I love coffee. (laughs) Okay. So how do you drink your coffee? Um, Oh man. I would say if I'm going to a coffee shop, I like a soy latte. Um, And if I'm making it at home, I like to just make a cup of coffee and put in just like a little bit of caramel macchiato creamer. Ooh, that sounds so delicious. Is that what's yeah. in your coffee cup today with some of the caramel macchiato? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So if you are out at a coffee shop and you're having a soy latte with another yeah. warrior friend on their own becoming journey, what yeah. would you say to encourage them? Yeah. Um, I would say, um, Man, so if I were out with another warrior friend, um, you know, for me, I think um, I'm a big journaler. And so I think that just taking time, like at least once a month, like some people are more daily journalers. I think that used to be um, kind of my style, but even just like setting a monthly kind of sit down, we're so consumed by social media and by um, just like really fast paced schedules. And so just setting some, some time aside once a month, it could be once a week, but, um, I also like to do kind of a bigger vision planning, like once a quarter and just sit down and kind of like check in on my goals, check in how my heart's doing, check in. Um, yeah. Cause I think sometimes it's easy to get caught up in what everybody else is doing. Like what is, you know, so-and-so doing on Instagram or on Facebook or on whatever it is, TikTok. And it's, um, it's, it's so good and so healthy to sit down and just to reflect on what do I really want? What does God really want for me? So that would be one encouragement. Um, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I love that. That is so powerful. Um, do you have time for two more questions? I would love to. I sure do. Yeah. So you mentioned that you are a single foster mom and, First, I want to know, like, what inspired you to pursue this journey? Yeah, yeah. 
You know, I did not set out to be a foster mom. I did not want to have kids by myself. I really wanted that to be something that I did with a partner someday. So it's kind of funny that I find myself in this place. It feels like it was truly a calling and and that I was kind of pushed into the deep end of it. And once I was, I found that it is so fulfilling and I only wish I had done it sooner. Um, but I was actually, so have you heard of Compassion International? Yes. So I was sponsoring a boy through Compassion. We had been writing letters for 10 years. And um, and so I he was about to age out of the program back in 2019. And I thought, I've got to go visit him before he ages out and just meet this kid face to face. And another thing I wish I had done sooner, because it just made it so real, you know, when you're uh, meeting that child that you've been helping. So I visited him. And as I was there in Thailand, um, I just had a very spiritually moving moment where I was, um, there was a song, I'll, I'll kind of give you the detailed side. So there was a song that I had always pictured, Emily, that I would walk down the aisle um, in my wedding to. I had written this song down like years prior and it was a song I really rarely hear, an instrumental song. Okay. But when I had heard it years ago, I was like, I've got to, I can, I could picture myself walking down the aisle to this song. And as I was in Thailand in this small village, um, there was a church that was up on stilts. It was packed full of little kids. And I'm at the bottom of the stairs and you had to take your shoes off before you went in. So everybody's shoes, there's hundreds of teeny tiny little pairs of shoes, little flip-flops and everything. And, and I was by myself. I don't know if I had, you know, where I had gone, but for some reason, everybody else was in this little chapel, except for me at the bottom of the stairs, I could hear the music inside. They were playing like worship music. The kids were singing. I mean, it was a really like lively, you could hear like the fun and the jam going on inside. And all of a sudden, as I stepped onto the staircase, the music inside that chapel stopped and they must have had like, I mean, this is a poor village. They must have had some sort of iPod or some way to play this, this song that I pictured walking down the aisle to at my wedding, this oh my song God. instrumental. I mean, the muse, the singing stopped em, and I am walking up the stairs to these double doors of this church in Thailand to this like chapel of children. And, and that song is playing. It was so surreal. I, I couldn't make it up if I tried. And and once I got in, they like restarted their worship music and they started singing again. So I went home and I was like, I've got to explore what this means. And so through that, I intended to just become like a youth mentor for these kids. Like that's when I made the phone call. I was like, I would love to be, you know, I think God's calling me to be a youth mentor to you, uh, to your organization um, for these foster kids. And they're like, what about being a foster parent? And I give them every excuse why it wasn't, why I wasn't the right person. I'm like, I'm single. I have a, you know, two bedroom, one bathroom condo. I, you know, like I travel a lot for work. I had every excuse. Mm. And um, yeah, eventually six months later, my life changed and I ended up becoming a foster mom. So Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Like I literally just the goodness of God too. Yeah. That one of your dreams, he so specifically used that song yes, to communicate right. with you and outline like, here's this next chapter I'm inviting you. Yes. Into. Wow. Yeah. That is yeah. beautiful. 
Yeah. Beautiful. If somebody was listening and they were like, I have always wanted to foster, but I've been afraid because I'm single or I don't feel like I have the right, you know, resources, but it's something I've wanted to do. How would you encourage them to just take that step? Yeah. For me, because I, I was hesitant to do it by myself. Um, I just got licensed and I was like, baby steps here. Like, I'm just going to get licensed. And then they called me about placements and I said, you know, I don't feel ready, but why don't I just start as a respite foster parent? So like if another family was going out of town or needed a break, like a kid, you know, these cute kids from, uh, since I'm doing refugee foster care, they're from all these other countries. Most of them are teenagers if they're refugees, um, in America. And so, yeah, kids from South America or from Africa or wherever it was, they would stay for just a weekend. And so I felt like for me, that was a good first step. Yeah. Um, and then since then I've had two long-term placements, That's but it is also my other encouragement. And yeah. I encourage myself with this as well, because there are hard days, yeah. but that's, I think that's how we grow is by like leaning into the hard. And so even when it's hard, I'm reminded that this is, it doesn't mean it's bad. It just means that, you know, to have support and you don't have to do it forever. It's like, you can take a placement and it could be that that's the one child you were designed to impact. And so that gives me freedom as well. It's not. Yeah. I love it. Thank you for unpacking those questions. It's incredible. Um, You just, you inspire and encourage me for sure. You know, if somebody was like, I have got to follow Jen's journey. I want to connect with her online. Where can they go to connect with you on all the things? Yes. Um, so I am on uh, Instagram at underscore Jen Carlson uh, and it's Jen with one N Carlson with an O N. Um, and then I'm on Facebook at Jen Carlson writes. Awesome. And we'll have, as I shared earlier, y'all all the links, you can easily click them, connect with Jen, but Jen, thank you so much for your time, for investing in us and who we're becoming and just sharing the gift of you. I'm inspired, encouraged by you. And I'm just cheering you on big time warrior friend. Thank you. Back at you, Em. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv.